Hey, this is AB, and this is the Talk About God podcast, and I have, you want to you say hi? Hello. Ben, you're stuck here with me. Um, so, anyway, Lord, we just, we thank you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for our family. We thank you for keto donuts <laughs> and the fact that I somehow managed to make them edible um they do make me miss real donuts though so i just pray that you be with me in that um but thank you thank you for i don't know just the ability to do things like that um thank you for our family thank you for those that you've placed in our lives um our like surrogate family and i pray that you be with our country right that you help us to open our eyes to the absolute tyranny and insanity going on around us. But not just for us to see it, but for us to also stand, right? For us to stand as a church and as a nation for what is right. Um, for us to follow you, right? Instead of the pursuit of wealth and, you know, whatever, um... I guess the pursuit of the ability to do nothing and still get paid, I think is what everybody's doing right now. So I just, I pray that you be with us. Um, in that I pray that you be with those who are currently in quarantine because the lockdowns have started yet again, which is unbelievably annoying. And for those who are stuck alone, right? Those who feel alone, those who are depressed, those who are, you know, fighting a sickness by themselves, I just pray that you provide them with comfort and um, love and support. I pray that you allow us all to help and um, provide that support in any way we can. Um, and I pray that you put it on us, our hearts to guide us in that. God, I just, oh, I thank you. I thank you for how productive we were last night. It was exhausting. <laughs> exhausting um but we got a lot done and I thank you for it a lot of things that we've been putting off that we finally just bit the bullet and got done and over with um I pray that you be with our home and our our cats right because apparently they don't know how to use the litter box anymore and it is making me insane um which you know of course caused a little little scuffle last night um so I thank you though. I thank you for grace and for love and kindness and, um, the ability for us to see our shortcomings and to admit them and, you know, repent. Um, I pray that you please be with our household though, because we, we really gotta, gotta figure out the situation with the cat. Like that's too much for me. Um, please be with my children, right? I pray that you be with all of our children. Um, mine mainly because I'm selfish and I pray that they walk with you all the days of their lives um I was reading reading I say reading very um easily I wasn't reading I was listening we were listening we were listening to the first chapter the first book of Romans Romans 1 um 1 and I love Saul, right? Saul, Paul, Paul, Saul. Um, because he really was the one who brought the gospels to the Gentiles. And me being a proud Gentile, as I am, um, I like 
that he he does this so he obviously romans he's writing to the roman gentiles um and the you know the new church there and that um romans 1 5 though we receive though we were though oh my goodness through him we received grace and apostleship to call all the gentiles to obedience that comes from the faith for his namesake um and I, I like that he was writing this even to us. It says it goes on to say, and you are, and you also are among those Gentiles who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. Um, and there was something later on in it though that really got me. Like, of course, he thinks them, which is amazing. Like, just he, well, he thinks God for them. Um saying that you know their faith that he's heard about their faith which is something i wish that they could say about our country as a whole that like they could hear the world could hear about our faith and that they could see see jesus in our country (laughs) right then rather than doubting our faith altogether and questioning questioning us because of the stupidity stupidity and backwardness right of, of things right now or the way it seems and i know it's not it's not up to me or you right. it's not up to well when right becomes wrong and up becomes down right welcome to it when that i feel like we're in the in the middle of up and down yeah yeah when we're killing 600,000 babies a year and complaining about not having free health care because people are dying. It does seem very backwards to me. Right. We're, we're picking. We'd rather kill innocent lives. I, I just, just insane. Absolutely insane. But anyway. Um, he, was, he goes on to say that he longs to see you so he can impart some spiritual gift to make you strong. Like, that's a crazy faith right there. Like... I just want to see you because if I see you, I'm going to impart some spiritual gift that's going to make you strong. Like, I, I don't know that I'm there yet. I would love to. <laughs> I would love to finally get there, though. That's big faith. That's big. Right? Big well, Christian. I mean, if. It's grown up stuff there. Well, if Jesus himself meets you on a road and blinds your butt. I mean, right? <laughs> I, mean, I feel like I would I would be towing the line a lot lot too like i would be i wouldn't be towing it i would be holding strong and steadfast because i mean jesus had already ascended at that point Mm -hmm. came back just to get on to saul for persecuting the church like coming to get you like you're i'm gonna show you what it's like to suffer for my namesake it's like exactly what jesus said to ananias and i was like i ain't helping him (laughs) no you know this guy he's been killing us you want me to go and help him and Jesus is like, I'm going to show him what it means to suffer for my namesake. And I was like, oh, you're going to make him suffer? Okay. I got you. <laughs> In that case, I'm going to go right ahead. Right. <laughs> you got this. <laughs> like, oh, Ananias. So much fun. Um, And, of course, he keeps saying, that, like, he planned many times come. Um, But I love, for I am not, I'm oh, sorry, Romans 1, 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel because of its power of God because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. First to the Jew, then to the Gentile. I don't know that that, like, that always gets me, personally. Because I'm like, I know he loves the Jews. 
I know he does. He's proven it over and over, saving their sorry, whiny butts from all kinds of stupid stuff that they get their own selves into. Like, they just don't know how to listen. If they just listen, which, hello, America, pot, kettle, right? Like, I'm not saying that they should be in trouble. Like, we should be in trouble, too. Like, we've totally earned the situation we're in as well. I'm just saying that, like, it makes sense to me as to why... It may not as to... It doesn't make sense to me as to why, but it... God has proven his love for the Jews time and time again. Yeah, absolutely. In my personal opinion. So, and he's called them his chosen people. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he first came to the Jews and how much, like, Jesus did not go to Gentiles. He went to one Gentile. He crossed the Sea of Galilee, if I remember correctly, for the one Gentile who had legions of demons within him. That was it. Yep. Yep. And then he goes to Samaria for the Samaritan woman, but she wasn't a Gentile. They just worshipped. They were, I mean, they were Jews, but they worshipped differently because the Jews said that you have to go to Jerusalem to the synagogue. And, of course, they weren't allowed. Couldn't. Yeah, they, they weren't allowed to go. So they're like, well, we still believe in. They kept going. Like, she went to the well that Abraham dug. Mm-hmm. Like, so Father Abraham was father to them, too. So, to know that, like, he went to the Jews first. And so the whole Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John really is about how big of a turds the Jews can be. <laughs> right? Like, I know that's not, like, the full <laughs> synopsis of the Gospels. But, like, that really spoke to me. I was like, man, he still loves you. And you tried to stone him. You tried to throw him off a cliff. You ran him out of I don't even know how many towns. Like, he can't even go and get a hotel room or whatever. Like, stay at an inn. He's got to sleep in the outskirts. And it wasn't just because of, like, the fear of his life and whatever. Like, he also did it because he was very popular, too. Like, he was a celebrity of his day. And so, like, he had to have his own, you know, space, which makes sense. But I really liked that. He goes, it, it clearly, he goes to the Jews first and then the Gentiles, which if you're his chosen people, I would expect you're right. his firstborn. Like it's your inheritance, the inheritance goes to the firstborn first. Mm-hmm. And so heaven and faith and salvation through Jesus Christ to me feels very much like inheritance. And so by accepting Jesus, we got grafted in mm-hmm. to the peoples of Israel. So we're like honorary Jews, which is probably why we behave so badly, right? Right. <laughs> we, we get it on us. We get it from our <laughs> we get it from our people. Right. No, we don't. It's just human nature. The whole free will thing. Right. Like, I love God, but I feel like he really messed up the whole thing when he did that. I do what I want. As Maybe soon yeah. as he decided that we were gonna have free will, like I, I know that he knew before even deciding that what was gonna happen. Like I'm going to make this world. Oh, well, boom. Here's here's everything that's going to happen. And Jesus is like, okay, I'll, I'll fix it. Right. Like, I'll step in and fix it. You go ahead. Like, I think eternity with people who actually know what it cost us to make this happen would be great. Right? right. Like, I, I keep, I always maintain heaven would not be great. It wouldn't be as wonderful if 
you never had a choice of anything different, right? If you were just there because that's the way it always was, I feel like you would take it for granted. I feel like it wouldn't be as amazing. Like the relationship with God would not be as strong. It's just like a marriage. You're there because you choose to be. Right. Not because you have to be or you know nothing else or whatever. Or it's always fun to be. You yeah. You know what I mean? It's not always. No, like it's, I think that. It, Without the bad, the good wouldn't be so good. Yeah. Yeah. Light is not as bright without darkness. That's right. Yeah. But I think that that's... When it's a choice. Well, I think that's what he wanted, too. Like, he didn't want blind love. He wanted true love. True, honest love from his creation. And, yeah, it'd be great to have it, like, right from the beginning, but... How would we truly know what we're missing? You know, right. like how would we, how would we truly appreciate him and his love and his grace and his mercy if we never messed up to need his love, his grace, or his mercy? Right. That would be like living with only one facet of a person. That's like a surface relationship. But on the other side, do you think that there's, or you know that there's still people that don't know his love or his grace or his mercy? Right. Well, those are the ones we got to pray for. Right. Well, they're right. God, that, please be with that, them. That's our that's our, our yeah. job. That's what we do. Well, we're supposed to do. I'm not saying that I'm... <laughs> oh, no, I'm not a saint. That's for darn sure. I'm a sinner through and through. I like to, I like to pick things apart, but I am in no way even remotely there. No. Like, and there's so many things. Like, I feel... <laughs> I always feel like I'm not praying enough, right? Like, I don't pray about enough stuff. Like... You know, there's hunger worldwide, there's human trafficking, there's poverty, there's sickness, there's, you know, abuse, there's so many, many awful things, corruption and terrorism and, you know, um, orphans and widows, there's so, so many things. And of course, I don't, I don't hit those all. No. And not even on a daily basis. There's no, I don't. But God knows your heart. I mean, there's no way that you can cover everything, right? That you should, that you, well, that you, that that, that could, could be prayed for, that needs to be prayed for, right? We but all the, just kind of take the our church turns. in general. I'm talking globally, mm-hmm. the church between all of the people. I feel like it gets covered in I a way. I hope so. Well, I hope we're not blind. Well, I feel like in America we are. I feel like there's certain facets that different people are blind to. Right. And it's selective blindness. You you choose not to see certain things or you choose to see things uh, just sugarcoating more or less. You see... Right, rose-colored glasses. You see the things... Like I mean, if you look for... You can find good and bad things. Oh yeah, but like you can was... also find bad and good if you're looking. Like like we've always talked about, if you're looking for something, if you're looking for wrong, trouble, you're gonna if, find it. Right, right. I mean, you can dig something up. Well, and it it kind of reminds you too of like not all good is good, right? Like not what we deem as as good is necessarily good because we're using our worldly human measurement yeah like we're using our own standard but 
God's standard is, is not our standard. So it's just like, oh, I don't remember. There was a movie. It's a Christian movie, and I don't remember what it was. But the guy goes to his mother who's on her deathbed, and he's evil as all get out. Like, he is just malicious, Ugly. and, I mean, he's rich, and he's comfortable, and he's content. But he is evil as all get out. And even he says, you know, why would your God cause you to die but allow me to be so happy and content and you know whatever um and even she said the devil will keep you nice and comfortable because right. it keeps you it keeps you where, where he, he wants, wants you, you. Right. if you never want if you never have struggle if you never have strife then you never have any reason to reach out for a savior right and so i think that me personally, like everybody, I think, especially in Christianity, we get so caught up in, um, she's not happy. I'm sorry. I've got a cat growling at a dog. Son, will you please take the dog out of here? Um, oh yeah. Is that the actual verse? I'll look it up. Um, but just that he would rather keep you comfortable. Then have you search and like there are a lot of people who believe that God doesn't cause pain, that God doesn't cause suffering. And I'm not saying that he is necessarily causing these things, but I do know he brings good out of them. And without trials in which, you know, Job, Job had trials, right? And they weren't caused by God. God let the devil do it. Um, but he did say that you were going to have struggle. Um, you've. You got that. You do it. First uh, Corinthians ten twenty three says, "You say I'm allowed to do anything, but not everything is good for you. You say I'm allowed to do anything, but not everything is beneficial. Don't be concerned for your own good, but for the good of others." And it just kind of like the summary of that is kind of just. It's, it's easier to stay in familiar bondage than it is to embrace uncomfortable freedom. And that, I think, honestly, I think Stephen that, Furtick that said that. That came from Stephen Furtick. And, it, you know, it's something like I, I've had that in my phone for for years. And it's, uh, it's just something that has rung true for me because it, it, it's, it's easy. It's so easy to be comfortable. Right. And to stay complacent. That and it's so easy to do things because it's because it's how you it's how it, it, it's the way it's always been done. Right. It's, it's how we've always done it. But it just because it works or you think it works and it's because you're used to it and it's routine, it doesn't mean that it's right or that it's God honoring for that matter. And at the end of the day, everything that we do has to honor God and has to be viewed okay. through. Elijah let her back in before she throws an absolute history. Through a through a God-centered perspective or it's all, everything that we do is for for nothing. It's a clanging symbol, right, the, the right. gong. The... This, this too is chasing the wind. Ecclesiastes. <laughs> uh, I do not like so, that book at all. It, I don't know. I, I feel like it's easy to get caught up, especially today with, in light of the pandemic and Trust me, it's it's out there. I mean, I I thought I had it, and yeah, like, yeah, Coco negative, yeah, negative Yay. for for the COVID. But uh, you know, it's out there, and um, you know, 
you they're <laughs> the uh, the media is feeding fear. Everybody and everybody's eating. A lot of people, not everybody. There's a lot of people that are eating it up, and it's. Uh, I don't think it's healthy. I don't. I don't think that it's good for the people that are Christians, and I don't know if they are or not, the people that call themselves Christians that are feeding into this media-based fear. Oh, it's fear-mongering for sure. Right, and it's just, it's scary the amount of people that that believe everything that they hear. And, you know, it's, I believe things that I hear but also, if there's there's any doubt, you have to look for God in it, or you have to you have to find the truth. Take it to Him. Take it to God, and you have to trust above all else. Well, and I don't remember what verse it is, but it's the, He didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of um, love and self control, right? And so it. It doesn't make sense to live our lives in insane fear. And we don't, we're not actually capable of of truly doing work for the kingdom. I don't personally think. If I'm running around too terrified to even be able to pull my mask down and smile at somebody, yep. it makes it it makes it really hard to do that. Yeah, Second Timothy 1, um, ch- uh, verse 7, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. And that's the NLT version. I don't. Yeah. See, you do NLT. I do NIV and Amplified. Those are my two favorites. Yeah. See, the Amplified is even longer. So far, for God did not give us a spirit of timidity or cowardice or fear, but he's given us a spirit of power and love and of sound judgment and personal discipline, the abilities that result in a calm, well-balanced mind and self-control. So, yeah, like I, I feel that's kind of my motive on a daily basis of just reminding myself that I don't have to, you know, listen to everything I see on Facebook or the regular media in general. <laughs> Sorry, of course, it's distracting. Welcome to when it's my easy, world. Like, like we talked about, it's easy to be, it's easy to listen to everything that you hear. And it's easier to just take that as fact than it is to put the work in and find out for yourself. Well, that and at the end of the day, trust God. Like it's, I, I I struggle with it, right? Because I hear stuff. We all hear stuff every day. Whether we look, whether we turn the TV on or we're scrolling through some sort of social media. You see or hear something every day or hear a coworker talk about something every day that you you have the right to choose to believe it just right off without doing any research or do your research and then form your own opinion. I think and, it's a sound mind and self-control, right? Right, right. One well, <laughs> to to have a sound mind, you can't just listen to what everyone says. Right, whatever like, the wind blows your right, way. Right. You can like, well, I heard this today. It's Write that down. Hey, that Loch Ness Monster is real. Absolutely. I heard That's that. Uncle Si said it. Right? He did. <laughs> Listen, he's caught Nessie a couple times That's what now. He said. Um but yeah, like I just I feel like we we are so easily swayed, right, by those around us because we're not seeking discernment from God. Like 
there are certain things that we can pray for. I mean, I've been, I still need to continue digging on the Holy Spirit situation. Um, but I'm kind of coming to learn that that ask and it won't be given to you. Seeking you will find knocking the door will be open to you thing. Like he ain't joking about that. Like he literally means, I mean, and he even says, ask for wisdom and I will grant it. Like we need to be asking as a church, especially right now, especially in the social climate and the, you know, this critical race theory stuff has gotten way out of control. And, you know, right now more than ever, we need to be seeking God's wisdom and his asking for discernment, given all the things that are swirling around us. Like we've gotten to the point where back in the day, like you didn't have, you didn't have the media that you have now, right? Like you had a, a radio station and that was it. You didn't, you know, so you, you didn't have as much information thrown at you like we do now and so you would think that it would be great right we'd be so well informed oh my gosh and then at the same time we automatically are naive enough i guess to assume that people are inherently good and wouldn't lie (laughs) what they're just feeding you personal opinions well they're feeding you what they want you to hear it's just like like we've talked about our schools i mean they're 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 feeding them the information that they want them to know and they're redacting a lot of stuff right it doesn't mean that it's it it, no a lot a lot of it is not true or right and what is this common core math can i just say how frustrated i am at this common core math crap like when did one plus one not just automatically equal two why I don't understand it why can we got to equal two, but it's got to take thirty steps to get there. <laughs> exactly, one plus one does still equal two, but you've got to waste your life trying to get there, so that when you actually get in the real world and have to do math, it's going to take you fifteen years, and you're never going to get it done, and you're going to be extremely unproductive, and you're going to need the government to there's take care of gonna, you. There, there's not ever going to be a Common Core calculator. I mean, it's not going <laughs> to happen. Like it's your calculator, like those is algebraic gonna, calculators. Well, I mean, even those? that, it's, it's still, it's not. It's not Common Core. It's it's just put your numbers in, and if you, if you hit the right buttons, you're going to get the right answer. I mean, right. there's no Common Core calculator. Like, this is a Common Core 45-step calculator. <laughs> right. Good luck. Right. And I feel like I feel like that's also that also plays into the world today. What we overcomplicate everything. Yes, like there there has to be has to be drawn out and people say people think whenever you draw something out it's more thought out and that's not true it's just it's just filler (laughs) yeah like you just took a lot of time to doodle something it doesn't necessarily mean that you arrived at that answer faster than anybody else or you got there in the right way right and they it's just like they throw a bunch of extra stuff in there that benefits someone it's not you right or may not be you. I can't it say that. It, right. It may or may not be you, but they throw a lot of stuff in there that sounds good. That, oh, we that like things that said, sound good. That if you sit and think about it, you're like, well, that that would make sense. We really like things but that sound good. But if you look at it through... Okay. Just filter everything through a God, godly perspective no. and use use your Bible. Use your knowledge. No. no. And your faith to filter everything and pray, like you said, for the discernment. Yeah, that's and, a hard one, too. Or, and it is because it's... it's because he's going to start filling your head full of... Like, I notice that when I start praying for discernment, I start being convicted of like, well, you need to know what's going on in the world, right? How are you going to have... What do, you, what do you want discernment about? 
Right. Like what your own little life, your own little, your bubble. Well, congratulations. Like that you don't need discernment for that. I mean, maybe your own thoughts at times. Yes. But if you want discernment, you need to start getting aware of some of the things you need to discern. Whether what I feel about it. Well, a lot of times you don't, you're not gonna, you'll, you'll pray for discernment and realize pretty quick that when you start to get this discernment or when he starts to answer your prayers, the fact that it, it doesn't just affect your thinking, you know, I mean, it does affect your thinking, but it also is going to affect your, your world the relationships that you have and the things that you do and how you do them. Once you pray for discernment and you start to get that, God's going to use that discernment to advance you. Well, and I noticed that it it came with pruning. That's that's kind of what I'm getting at. And and it's going to affect relationships. It's going to affect, maybe not drastically, it it may... Maybe something you never never see, um, but it also may be something that involves a little pain. But it's the growth through pain. You know, there that's you're still if if you ask and he grants it, grants this answer to your prayer, whatever it may be, he has a plan, and you may have to go through steps, mm-hmm. whether it's painful or it might be rainbows and cupcakes and butterflies doubtful i haven't found that yet no i haven't had a prayer answered with cupcakes rainbows and butterflies i would like that please lord give me some give me some of that preferably cupcakes cupcakes that are gluten-free and (laughs) keto friendly i would i would love that keto cupcakes keto cakes um but it goes along in my mind and my kid just totally derailed every thought I had oh but yeah like it's the whole reason I don't pray for patience anymore right like I remember we were praying together one time and you we were praying together and you asked for patience and I had to like I had to hop in there and was like um God you can give him all kinds of patience like load him up I am good please I am not praying for patience I do not amen I do not so be it I do not agree with that that is a solely him alone prayer because I'm I'm good because I have learned over the years after that was the first prayer I think that I ever prayed where I asked God for something that was I mean like a fruit of the spirit right like you pray for patience that's a fruit of the spirit you gonna get it um but that was the first time I think I'd ever prayed for a fruit of the spirit and I, I quickly found out how God will answer that prayer and it's not whack on the head patience delivered no. it's Okay, well, you want patience? I'm going to give you plenty of opportunities to learn this. Yeah, to learn it. I'm not going to download it. It's going to be it's going to be painful and you're going to learn. And I learn best by fire and he knows that. So, I got my butt burnt day after day after day. Peace, peace. is the <laughs> You pray for peace. Pray for peace. Yeah, I feel like that goes along with patience and he gives me opportunities to choose peace. Right, but it's there's patience in peace. Oh yeah. I feel like they go hand in hand and if I struggle with it because I'm an anxious turd a lot of the times so and it it affects me and it affects the people around me. Yeah. But yeah. most of the time 
all the time, I pray for peace because patience won't do me any good with my anxiety. I just need his peace. And dogs barking. Right. I need I need peace with that. See? Poppy, do you need peace? I think Poppy needs peace. And the cat. That she's I think she's saying amen. She's very mouthy. But anyway, um, yeah, I think that's a good talk. Thank you for being willing to sit down with me. No, you're good. I like talking about God and I like um, discussing it with other people because it's more fun to me to do it in that way than it is to uh, do it alone. I got a cat popping out from underneath the bed and like trying to maul a dog's face. That's enough. Um... But anyway, thank you for taking the, you know, 30 minutes of your life to sit down with me and do that. You're welcome. I do appreciate it. But anyway, Lord, we just thank you. We pray that you, oh, give us discernment, right? We need discernment. We, um, we thank you for your love and your grace and your mercies. We pray that you continue to guide us and give us wisdom, that you continue to help us as parents, um, but also as children, uh, as your child, um, that you help us to share your light with the world and point others to you because come judgment day, we want as many people entering that narrow gate as, as we can. And obviously that's solely in 110%, um, based on, on you and you shining through us and us being willing, um, to be active participants in that. And we just pray that you continue to keep us open and willing. And we just, we thank you. Lord, thank you for uh, for the uh, the ability to do this and to get get on this podcast and talk about you, Lord. Um, I pray that you 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 work in each of us um, for your glory, Lord. I pray that um, you you strengthen our relationship, Lord. I pray that we look to you always for guidance and that wonderful peace and discernment that only you can provide, Lord. Um, thank you for our family. Thank you for the close friends that we have, Lord, um, and the blessings they are to us, Lord. And I pray that we can be a blessing to them. Um, help us to see the needs of others, Lord, and fulfill those needs as you see fit. Thank you again for all that you do and all that you've given us. Lord, of course, as always, please be with those who um, have been pruned from our lives. And dogs that love to bark with little boys who like to cackle at them and ag them on. Um, Obviously, it's going to be a wonderful day in our neighborhood. And we just pray that you continue to guide us in it. God, I love you so much. And I thank you for all of your grace and mercy and wisdom. And we pray this in Jesus' amazing name. Amen. Amen. So as always, obviously, get in the word. You're not going to be able to have discernment. You're not going to have wisdom. You're not going to know God until you learn his voice and you know what he says and um (laughs) just try and have patience and peace especially when it comes to little kids agging on dogs to make them bark um that's like double trouble for real um but i pray that you please just get in the word guys like seriously and if nothing else Share your thoughts and opinions with other people. It doesn't have to be something that you are trying to convince someone 
to believe in or otherwise. I think that just talking out about our faith and showing that it's real, right? This is not just some hypothetical or theory that we live in. It's something that we live out. And God is real. Jesus is real. He is more real than anything else. And I think that just sharing that and showing that is probably going to win a lot more people to Christ than than trying to shove him down their throats and be like, ah, you need to believe. No, he's going to do the work. Like, I'm going to tell you who he is. I'm going to explain how much he loves me and how much he loves you. And I plant that seed and it's God's job to make it rain, right? Like, I don't control the weather. He makes it rain. He makes the sunshine. He will make it grow. And I just leave it there. And just be willing to be open to others' opinions and thoughts and know that they don't have to be identical to yours. I mean, theology is theology, but salvation is salvation. And we can all agree on what it takes to be saved. Um, You know, how you think heaven is going to be and all of the little intricate other things are just fun things to discuss and things that we'll eventually find out. Like, I mean, I maintain somebody else may be right. I might be wrong. Just filter your words through love and kindness. It's not always easy. I struggle with it. I know we both struggle with it from (laughs) time to time. And, you know, just... Me? No, I'm perfect. Pray about that. Um, And when you talk to people, whether you're talking about God or not, talk like you're the only person that can show them God. Talk like you're the person that it's your job to to let God's light shine through you and just show love. I mean, I know it's 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 easy to say and just just try to be kind. Right? And remember that you may be the only Bible someone ever reads. That's right. You may be the only Jesus experience anybody ever has. That's right. So what does that say about you? Like if you if you stand my whole thing is if I stand before Jesus come judgment day and I'm like I did the best I could, then I'm good. But if I stand before him knowing that I was a turd to other people and like didn't didn't behave like the ambassador that I, I am, then that's a whole different... Right. But that's a whole different conversation that we don't have to get into today. But anyway, I like I said, I encourage you. I will be praying for you. And yeah, have a wonderful day. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>